has made. We weren't quite ready. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Friends, welcome home to Morrisville Presbyterian Church as we gather to worship on this anniversary Sunday. Whether you are a longtime member or a first-time visitor, whether you are worshiping here in our sanctuary with us or worshiping from home, we welcome you. It is a delight to be worshiping with you this day. For those of you who are in the pews, there is a red folder at the end of your pew. We invite you to take that, note your presence with us, pass it to your neighbors so they can do the same. If you are visiting today, we would love for you to include enough information in that so that we can follow up with you in the days to come. I have just a couple of announcements as you're passing that folder in your pew. The first being that for those of you with young children, I want you to know that childcare is now available again in our nursery during both the Sunday school and worship hours. Details can be found inside the front cover of your bulletin. But we would welcome young children back to our nursery. Uh, our nursery coordinator, Christine, is back with us to help serve our youngest disciples. For those of you who are celebrating anniversaries of your membership today or decades of membership here at MPC, I extend a particularly warm welcome to you and look forward to honoring you later in the service as well as at our picnic luncheon. Friends, the weather has cooperated. We are delighted to be able to enjoy one more picnic safely this season outside, so we hope anyone is welcome to join us, even if you did not, not RSVP. We have an incredible congregational ministry committee that has provided extra lunches, and we would welcome anyone who can join us immediately after worship. Friends, God is here. And so let us sing, let us give thanks, let us worship the Lord our God on this joyful, joyful day, and let us give thanks for the beauty and the gift of our life together. Let us worship God. Please stand as you're able and join us in our responsive call to worship. 
Clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with loud, loud songs of joy. For the Lord the Most High is awesome, a great king over all the earth. God chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises to God. Sing praises to our King. Let us worship God together. Please continue to stand and join us in the singing of hymn 305. Come sing, O church, enjoy. celebration, we gather to worship our God and seek to follow Jesus Christ. 
We sing, we praise, and we confess our shortcomings because we know that our God is loving and merciful. So let us take time now to confess our sins using the prayer of confession as it is printed in your bulletin, followed by a time for silent confession. Gracious God, all that we have in this life is a gift from you, and yet we do not live lives with gratitude. We celebrate ourselves rather than celebrating you. We honor our own accomplishments rather than honoring the one from whom all blessings flows. Forgive us, O God, for making idols of ourselves. Fill us with your hope. Remind us of the riches of your glorious inheritance. Empower us to be your church, a church that points only to you. At the beginning, at the end, and in every time between, <clears throat> the good news speaks to us of God's tender mercy and love for us. God comes not to punish, but to gift us with peace, not to judge, but to save us. Together, let us rejoice and proclaim the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Amen. Let us share with one another the peace of Christ. Yeah? disciples. Hi there. We're going to sit up here today. Have a seat. There you go. Thanks, Eric. Hi, Ben. Hi, guys. Good morning. Here comes Rory. Hi, Rory. We'll wait for you, bud. It's good to see you. Come on down. Good morning, everyone. It is a delight to see you. 
Does anyone recognize someone who typically doesn't come up here with us? I have two, there are a couple extra people here today, which is great. I invited two extra special people to join us today. This is Eric. Wave to us, Eric. We can call him Mr. Eric. This is Mr. Eric, and you want to know why I invited him up today? Because he is celebrating being, whoopsies, you okay? <laughs> being a member of this church. He's celebrating being a member of this church for five years, and we are really excited that he's here to celebrate that. And this, oh yes, we should clap for Mr. Eric. That's wonderful. And this is my friend, Mrs. Anderson. And guess what? Today we are celebrating that she has been a member of this church for 75 years. Wow! And do you know what I invite? Today is a special day in our church because we are celebrating people who have been members for a really long time. We are celebrating new members in our church. We are celebrating people and kids like you because you are a part of our church as well. And in you, we celebrate all that God is doing with us today and in the years to come. Because in all times, in all seasons, we learn more and more about the love of God. And we do, we learn about the love of God through people in our church family, through parents and grandparents who are important to us. These are all ways we learn about the love of God. Now, I want to show you something in just a minute. Are you paying attention? Many people out here have been members of this church for years and years and years. You're not even going to believe it. Some of them have been members longer than you have been alive. Some have been members longer than I have been alive. Some have been members longer than your parents have been alive, and even some of your grandparents. They have been members of this church for that long. And I want to show you something, because today we take special time to thank them and honor them for the ways that they have given so much to our church family. And we especially give thanks for all the ways we have come to learn about the love of God through them. And Mrs. Anderson is someone who's helped me to learn more about the love of God. Mr. Eric is someone who's helped me to learn more about the love of God. And all of you help me to learn more about the love of God every time we're together. So I want to show you something really special. Are you ready? Okay. You might need to stand up. Can you stand up? Because I want you to look out at all these people. I want to show you something. Everyone in our church, anybody who has been a member for at least five years, please stand up. And look up here too. There's anybody, at least five years. Look at all those people. All right. Now wait for this. Are you ready? This is when it gets interesting. Everyone who's been a member for at least 10 years, stay standing. Whoa, most of them are still standing. Wowie zowie. All right, anyone who's been a member for at least 20 years, stay standing. That means all those people have been here at this church for more than 20 years. How about anybody who's been a member more than 30 years? Wow, look up behind us. There's still people up there. Anyone who's been a member of our church more than 40 years? Wow, how about 50 years? 
Look at all these people who have been members for more than 50 years. How about anybody who's been a member for more than 60 years? Look at these wonderful people still standing. Anyone who's been a member more than 70 years? Look, there's two. Mrs. Mrs. Evans back here has been a member of our church for 74 years. And Mrs. Anderson has been a member for 75 years. But did you, you can have a seat. If, did you see how many people, you can sit back down with me. Did you see how many people have been a part of the life of this church and are today? Some people might be here for the very first time. And we just got to show them how much this church is loved and how much we love each other and have learned more about the love of God here. That is wonderful to celebrate. And it is a beautiful gift to celebrate all of our life together in the past, our present, and to have hope and joy about what God is doing among us now and will continue to do in our future. So we're going to say a prayer for our whole church family today and for all those who have shared God's love with us so that we can share God's love with the world. So let's pray together. You can repeat after me. Dear God, we thank you for everyone in our church, for new people, for older people, for everyone in between, for everyone who has helped us to know God's love. Help us to share that love with all the world. Amen. Thank you. I'm going to ask you to walk to music with Mr. Carpenter very nicely. Hey, before you go, well, before you go, can you all say thank you to Mr. Eric and to Mrs. Anderson? For thank you. <laughs> thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you. Let us open our hearts, minds, and ears to hear the prayer of illumination and the Old Testament reading. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us this day. Melt us and mold us to be your faithful people. Fill us and use us for service in your kingdom. Open our hearts to receive your word for us this day. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Amen. Please join me now in the Old Testament scripture, which comes from Psalms. <clears throat> Together, let's listen for the word of God. Clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. great king over all the earth. 
He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. God is the King of all the earth, sing praises with a song. God is King over the nations, God sits on his holy throne. The prince of the peoples gather as the people of God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. God is highly exalted. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And friends, our New Testament reading today comes from the book of Hebrews, verses 1 through 8, and verses 15 and 16. Together, let us listen for the word of God. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison as though you were in prison with them. Those who are being tortured as though you yourselves were being tortured. Let marriage be held in honor by all. Let the marriage bed be kept undefiled, for God will judge fornicators and adulterers. Keep your lives free from the love of money. And be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Through him, then, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. Thanks be to God. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I don't know if you noticed, but there are doves flying in our windows in our sanctuary this morning. Doves, that symbol reminding us of the Spirit of God that is alive and well and moving in our midst. And within the beaks of the doves, you might notice there are hearts. Hearts that remind us of the love into which we have been baptized. Hearts that remind us the love that holds us fast and the love that prepares us and sends us into the world to serve and to love each and every day. And upon these hearts, you might recall 
A month or two ago, over the course of a few weeks, the Saints of Morrisville Presbyterian Church, you, the Saints of Morrisville Presbyterian Church, you were asked to write something on hearts. To write something, to write down something or someone here at Morrisville Presbyterian Church that you are most grateful for. And I can't begin to tell you, I had the privilege of looking through some of these words of gratitude written upon these hearts before they were placed in our windows. And I was overwhelmed by the words that you were willing to write. Words of gratitude for saints and seasons of the past. Words of gratitude for the mission and ministry you witness among us today. And words of gratitude for all that God will continue to do within us and through us in the days, months, years, and decades to come. When pulled all together, all of these doves, all of these words of gratitude, when pulled all together, they tell the story of us, of this church. And yet perhaps most importantly, all together, these words of gratitude tell us a piece of the story of God and God's love. A small piece of God's story called Morrisville Presbyterian Church, a piece filled with things to be grateful for, especially as we celebrate the anniversary of our life together, yesterday, today, and forever. You may have caught those words in our scripture passage today, yesterday, today, and forever. They're words that have a particular meaning in our scripture today as we remember the truth that Jesus Christ, and only Jesus Christ, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's a truth that we proclaim, often sometimes without knowing it, a truth that we live by, and yet, far too often... Far too often we live in such a way that we often get stuck on one or maybe two of those truths. For some of us, we're tempted to live for yesterday, wrapped in nostalgia for the good old days and longing for the way things used to be. For some of us, we get stuck only in today, proclaiming yesterday's gone, we need not talk about it. Tomorrow isn't even promised, so live in the moment. Live only for today. And still others of us hitch our wagon to the hope of forever, pointing only to the things in the world and all of it that needs to be fixed. All that just needs to be better, because it was never good to begin with. And depending on where we plant our stake in the ground, whether yesterday, today, or forever, we inevitably have our critiques of the other camps. One such critique I saw in a photo of a street sign not too long ago. It was a green street sign, the one you might see at the end of your block, except this was a street sign for Memory Lane. And right below it was a yellow sign that exists out there all the time, but it was a yellow street sign with an arrow pointing down memory lane that said, dead end. You're stuck in the past, 
You need to get out of it. It's a dead end, those critics might say. But for those who ignore the past and live into the temptations of today or tomorrow, critics might say, you're going to repeat the same mistakes unless you learn from them. If you only live here and now, you'll never learn. You'll keep repeating the same things. You haven't learned anything. Or perhaps you're living in the land of make-believe, wasting your time on things that are never, ever going to happen. We all have a defense for the camp where we're most comfortable. And author and biblical scholar Walter Brueggemann knew, knows this very well. He had a great deal to say about some of these tendencies of ours. When it came to living into yesterday or today alone, Brueggemann urges that people of faith must avoid the twin risks of amnesia and nostalgia. Failing to recall foundational truths or holding too tightly to an idealized past. Amnesia is forgetting too much. Nostalgia is remembering too much. And he draws upon the experience of the people in Israel, in exile, when he explains this concept. He says, when people lose power and privilege like they did, like the Jews experienced, during the time of the exile, they tend to succumb to the temptation of nostalgia, clinging so tenaciously to the past that they miss the new thing God is already doing. And in our text this morning, even in the first two verses, we see this struggle between yesterday, today, and the forever. In verse 1, we are encouraged, let mutual love continue, which speaks of mutual love that has happened in the past, also a love that should happen in the present, yesterday and today. Let it continue. And in verse 2, as God's people were encouraged, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. A reminder that what you are doing today we want you to continue in the future, today and forever. And the encouragement continues throughout our entire text with words like remember or keep your lives free from, each recommendation falling into one or two of these buckets, the yesterday, the today, and the forever. And then we reach this critical moment. The point at which we cannot turn back, the climactic point of this text, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. At no point in a life set on following Jesus Christ will you be able to settle into just the yesterday, or just the today, or just the forever. Because he is the same in all seasons and at all times. And if Jesus Christ is the same always, then we are called to that same calling in all of our life together. Giving thanks for yesterday, giving thanks for today, and always giving thanks for the future God is building and creating among us. So yes, the author admits, yes, there will be nostalgia. 
but we can't allow ourselves to be consumed by it. Yes, there will be joys and burdens of today, and yet we ought not to place our ultimate hope in them or get mired down in the things that do not ultimately matter in the kingdom of God. And yes, there will be dreams for the future, and we must always hope and always hold them loosely, knowing that we are but agents of a God who will use us for God's purposes. And so, my friends, as we celebrate another anniversary of our life together, we are called to give thanks for saints who have served this church so faithfully over the years, to give thanks for the privilege it is to serve God's church today, and to give thanks that God is not finished with us yet. And that in all of our life together, God is always, always, always at work creating something new. It is my deep hope that we might be able to hold all of these things together. Turning away from nostalgia or amnesia and instead holding on to memories even as we hold on to hope. Reminded that as we turn to our hope in Jesus Christ, he will always be the same yesterday, today, and thanks be to God forever. I want to close with a quick story. A couple of years ago, I had a church member come to me a little perturbed because she'd only known one of the three hymns that we sang in worship that day. You grew up Presbyterian, she said. Even though you're young, I thought you would have grown up with the old hymns too and would make sure we got to sing them all the time. And I confessed to her that most of the old hymns, without question, had and have a special place in my heart and always will. And that many of them I know by heart, I know in my bones. And we chatted a little more about the memories that these hymns bring up for us, the places, the faces that come to mind when we sing them. And then I reminded her of one of the oldest and dearest hymns, and that even within its nostalgic tune, we, the people of God, were being reminded not to cling too tightly to yesterday. Certainly, we were called to remember God's faithfulness in the past but only in so much as that memory provided us strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. And at that point, she began humming that old familiar tune as her eyes filled with tears, and together we sang, Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Join me. 
Blessings all mine, with ten thousand beside. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. It is my deep hope, friends, that we will never, ever, ever lose sight of God's faithfulness and that we will be a people who hold fast to the memory that all we have ever needed God has provided. But it is also my deep hope that we might be a people who can look around at all the life and growth and sometimes even change we have experienced and proclaim morning by morning new mercies I see. For thanks be to God, friends, God loves us too much to leave us as we are. And thanks be to God, we serve a Savior who is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thanks be to God. Amen. Having heard the word proclaimed to us this morning that Christ is the tie that binds us throughout time, let us respond by standing and joining together in hymn number 306, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds. Let us stand and join together in singing hymn number 306.
You may be seated. My friends, it is great faithfulness that brings us back to this table again and again. God's great faithfulness that we remember over the course of history. God's great faithfulness that we know as we look around at the life and beauty of this community today. And the promise of God's great faithfulness that will carry us well into the future beyond anything we could ever hope or imagine. And so today we are invited to the Lord's table. The Lord who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is not my table or a table that is owned by Morrisville Presbyterian Church. It is the Lord's table alone. A table where all are welcome. A table where hate has no home. A table where the people of God are empowered for the work of justice and love in this world again and again and again. This is not a table where reservations are needed or where seats of honor are enjoyed. In fact, this is a table that Jesus would leave in order to seek out anyone who had no place. This is a table Jesus would abandon if there were placeholders being assigned. This is a table that Jesus would not hesitate to turn over if it was being corrupted by the divisiveness and hatred and injustice of this world. Because this is not, never was, and never will be our table. This is the Lord's table alone, the one who is always faithful, the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that Savior, that Savior invites all those who trust in him to enjoy the feast that he has prepared. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is truly right and our greatest joy to give you thanks and praise, O Lord our God, creator and ruler of the universe. From generation to generation you have guided us, granting us ancient stories of patriarchs and matriarchs, winding their own roads of faith. You sent us prophets to turn us from wayward paths into the way of righteousness. Out of, our, out of your great love for the world, you sent your only Son to redeem us and to be the way to eternal life. As one of us, he knew the joys and sorrows of humanity. He knows the prayers we lift up this day. In him we see that you created us to be like him. Though berated, he offered kindness. Though ostracized, he was hospitable. Though blameless, he suffered willingly for your justice. By his life and death and resurrection, he freed us from all that separates us from you and from loving one another. Risen from the grave, Christ leads us to the joy of new life. 
Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts of bread and cup, that the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of Jesus Christ. By your Spirit, unite us with the living Christ and with all who are baptized in his name, that we may be one in ministry in every place. Lead us, O God, in the way of Christ. Give us courage to take up our cross. Help us to love you and to love our neighbor, demonstrating the power of your Spirit. Give us strength to serve you faithfully for all that lies ahead. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, we pray the prayer that your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. On the night that Jesus was arrested, having given thanks, he took the bread, blessed it, broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. Every time you eat of it, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup and said, This cup is the new covenant, and it is sealed in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do so remembering me. For friends, as often as we eat of this bread and we drink of this cup, we proclaim the saving death of our risen Lord, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, until he comes again. Friends, today we will receive the Lord's Supper similar to how we would receive communion by intinction. You will be invited to come up by way of the center aisle, and you will be handed a small cup or chalice, depending on who you ask. On the bottom of this cup, there is a wafer, the body of Christ broken for you. On the top, there is the cup, the blood of Christ shed for you. We will invite you to receive one up at the front, and then you may make your way back to your seat by the side aisle and remove your mask briefly to partake of Christ's feast. Be sure to do the wafer first. So friends, we also, if you are unable to come forward, please stay where you are seated, and our friend Wes Gardner will be happy to come and serve you where you are seated. There are gluten-free available options here, and Wes will have those as well. So friends, come you who have much faith, and come you who would like to have more. Come you who have been to this table often. Come you who have not been in so, so very long. Come you who have tried to follow Jesus. 
And come you who have failed again and again and again. Because this table is ready and it has been prepared for you. So come, friends, enjoy the feast.
Let us pray. Gracious God, you have made us one with all your people in heaven and in the far reaches of the earth. You have fed us with the bread of life and renewed us for your service. Help us, as, help us who have received your nourishment to be Christ's faithful disciples so that our daily living may be a part of the life of your kingdom and that our love may be your love reaching into the life of the world. Amen. Beloved Church, having received God's gracious gifts of plenty, we now have the opportunity to offer parts of ourselves and our whole selves towards God. We have the opportunity to give our tithes, our time, our resources, and our offerings this morning. So let us give our morning offering.
Let us pray. Giver of life and all things in it, we praise you for the gifts you have provided this church from ages past to now. Help us to use the many parts that make this place whole to do your will here and beyond. Amen. Now, as you are able, please remain standing and join together in singing hymn number 645, Sing Praise to God Who Reigns Above.
My friends, thanks be to God. God provides us great memories of God's faithfulness throughout time. And thanks be to God, God also gives us hope. Great hope for all that God is doing with us and among us, always doing something new. Thanks be to God, God loves us enough that God does not leave us as we are. And thanks be to God, we serve a Savior who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As you go out from this place, may you hold on to those truths. And may you go with the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May those blessings be with you, with those you love, and with those you are called to love. This day and forevermore. And together we say, Amen.